Evening Hot Dadout Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com or on the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram places at odddadout, because it's simple that way. I am your host, as always, the ever-frustrated Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. And this is the show where I share my little whatever the hell's going on in my world I tell you about some dumbasses in the news who are doing some dumb shit, and I tell you about a podcast that I think you should listen to, because sharing is caring. I really need to put that on a shirt at this point, or a sticker or something. I, I've said it enough. I, yeah, it's just like an extra catchphrase. I don't know. <laughs> How are you doing today, dear listener? Out there in internet land, doing your thing, being awesome, listening to my bullshit? So... Man, this week, I was sitting here, like, literally up till, oh, five minutes ago. Like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? And it it kind of occurred to me, because I basically sit here and bullshit about whatever, the, again, whatever the hell's going on in my head, what's happening in my little neck of the world, or neck of the world, is that how you say it? I don't fucking care. But what I'm in my little thing in which I exist... And there have been two sort of things that have happened recently. And one I didn't even think much about. But it actually has been more impactful, I, I guess, than I, I realize. And I think it's just because it's been in the background. So if, if you've listened to me for any decent amount of time, you've realized I have, I basically live in a certain uh, perpetual congestion. And... Up until recently, that was life. And I never thought about like having allergies or any of that shit. It's just like, yeah, I'm just stuffy. I produce a lot of crap in my head, whatever. Okay, you listen to me for any amount of time, you know I have a lot of crap in my head. But I'm one of those frequently blowing my nose and sniffling kind of people. And I've just always been that way. It It wasn't ever a thing. And I always kind of chalked it up to, you know, they say if you drink too much dairy or whatever, that it you know increases phlegm production and all those sort of things. So like, yeah, I drink a lot of coffee with a lot of milk and I eat a lot of like cheese and, and yogurt and, all, and ice cream and all the dairy things that I'm not supposed to have because I'm technically kind of lactose intolerant. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't care. I cannot. I can I, I, I use non-dairy creamer, but that doesn't change the fact that I eat. Like all the fucking cheese and ice cream and bullshit in the world doesn't matter. Oh, well, it's good. It's too bad. Anyway, <laughs> one of the things that we recently did, and I say we more because my wife was like, hey, let's try this. Why? Because we have a coupon. Literally, this came out of having a coupon for it. So we've started noticing as I got older that I've started to have some of the seasonal allergy symptoms. Like, you know, sometimes it gets really bad and be polleny or really dusty or whatever. And I'll have, uh, go outside or do the mowing the yard or something. And I'll start getting itchy eyes or sneezing or getting more sniffly than usual. And she was like, Hey, we've got a coupon here for $4 off Zyrtec. 
like, let's try this and see if it helps you. And this was literally entirely because we had a coupon for it. But we're like, okay, I'll get the coupon. We'll, we'll go get some Zyrtec. I'm like, fucking shit's expensive for one. It's like 20 something dollars for the bottle. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, $4. If you can take $4 off a bottle of 25 pills, I'm like, these things are almost a dollar a piece. What the hell? And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm used to buying, you know, house brand Tylenol and shit like that, where it's, you know, five bucks for a bottle of a hundred. So it's paying $25 for name brand allergy medication. It was like, anyway, it's 25 pills, basically a month supply. Cause it's the 24 hour stuff and you're supposed to take it every day to basically keep all your symptoms under control. And I realized after a couple of days, making sure I'm taking it. And that's the big thing. Make sure I'm taking it every day. But I didn't realize how much it was working until I missed a day. And it actually happens more frequently on the weekend where uh, we'll sleep in a little bit and I won't take it until I'll just forget to take it, whatever. But I realized I can breathe. I'm like, hear that? It's terrible for normal circumstances, but I'm intentionally making you listen to me breathe. So it's on, you know, I can breathe and there's not a bunch of crud in my, my airway and all that. It's like, I can breathe. And it wasn't until the day where I missed one, I forgot to take it in the morning because I usually just take it with my first cup of coffee in the morning. I forgot to take it. And I realized that night at work, I was all stuffy and all sniffly and it was all (laughs) sorry for the point of the story. Normally you'd cut all that shit out, but this is, you know, it's relevant. It's all relevant snifflies, but I was all sniffly and congested and I was like, I forgot to take my pill this morning. I didn't take my Zyrtec or yeah, Zyrtec. And <laughs> sidebar, I was sitting there trying to remember the name of the fucking pills. I was talking to one of the guys at work. I was like, you know, the allergy pills, you know, with the green bottle and the little thing that with the Z. Yeah. And like, and we were sitting there just bouncing fucking Z words off left and right. Could not for Googled it. Green allergy Z Zyrtec. Anyway, I, I I was I started taking the Zyrtec and we started uh, realizing, yeah, I can breathe better. It doesn't change like my normal respiratory issues of have to have an inhaler for breathing issues normally, but at least from the getting air into my lungs, despite the damage in my lungs already, I'm doing better at that. And it's kind of surprising. And one of the side effects of that besides the fact that I'm much clearer now is I'm singing better. And it wasn't something I ever thought about before because again, perpetually congested. I drink a lot of coffee with a lot of milk. And so, yeah, I was just like some nights of the, of the week. If I'm like, I've said before, I don't like starting a podcast on my drive home if I'm not going to finish it. You know, if I'm starting at the beginning of the night and I'm driving to work and like, well, I can finish it on the next job or whatever. I'm driving to work. I finish it when I'm 
at work and starting the next job, no big deal. But when I'm driving home, that's uh, I, I want to finish it. I want to complete it. So I will only, I, if I have to start something, I start something short, something that I can finish in my drive. And if that ends in the drive, I don't start something new. I usually switch over to music. And I usually switch over to music that I can sing along to loud and screamy or whatever so that I can stay awake. Because that's the point of all of that when I'm driving home at three or four in the morning. Stay awake. Don't crash the car. That would be bad. So I had a night where I think it was lately I've been actually getting through all of my subscriptions by Saturday. Because I've started listening at, at double speed. Yeah, I know some people are going to like, what? Yeah, I've started listening at double speed. So, yeah, I started running out of stuff and be like the end of Saturday night. And I'm just listening to music and I'm singing along and I'm singing along with Rob Zombie stuff and Motorhead stuff and all these other things. And I'm realizing I'm not getting congested. I'm not having any trouble holding these notes or hitting some of the uh, rougher stuff that normally my just kind of flumminess and congestioniness, congestioniness, is that a thing? I don't care. It's a thing now. My congestioniness would prevent me from hitting just because it's a matter of, of breath and being able to control those things. And I was like, wow, what a difference. I can hold that note for longer because I don't have crap in the back of my throat or whatever. And the big thing that I've, I've noticed and I've like, wow, I didn't realize that I actually really had a regular allergy problem. And now suddenly it's, well, you know, maybe these pills aren't that expensive because, you know, it's 25 pills and yeah, it's 20 bucks for like 25 pills but they last 24 hours. So that's just shy of a month's supply if I'm taking them every day. And suddenly 20 bucks a month isn't that bad. And it's helping me breathe better. And it it keeps all of the sniffles away. And I've done some tests because I've actually been taking these for a couple of weeks now. And I've noticed when I go mow the yard, I'm not getting sniffly or sneezy or, you know, uh, dusty eye teary or itchy or any like that stuff and i've done tests where i'm just mowing the yard i've done tests where i'm using the weed eater and doing all the edges and all that stuff and grass and dust and crap are flying everywhere and i'm not having trouble so i'm very happy with this new allergy thingy (laughs) so that's been a fun little experiment and and a thing in my life apparently i have allergies (laughs) i didn't know i really didn't think about it I didn't think about, oh, I have allergies. And now I guess I officially have allergies, but I'm keeping them under control. Zyrtec, 24 hours. Yes. But, you know, I mentioned my coffee because I mentioned my coffee a lot. It's another one of those follow me on the social medias sort of stories. Yesterday, my coffee was... uh, infringed upon by my wife's cat almost wasn't able to do the show today on account of this it's a it's just a good thing i i have backups of things i've said before 
I have a um, mat, like kind of two layers, you know, that non-skid uh, shelving liner stuff that, you know, just that rubber, meshy, lacy looking stuff just keeps stuff from sliding around. I have some of that on my desk. I use it as a pad. It keeps like you can't really hear it right now, but I'm actually tapping on my desk. It keeps it so that when I set my coffee cup down, it's not a big bang. Like right now, let's pick this up. You hear that? Put the pad down. You don't. I just did it again. You couldn't tell. So I have that on my desk. And because we have cats, cats like to sit on computer desks. I don't know why. Cats are assholes. Cats like to sit on desks. Cats like to sit directly in front of the monitor in my fucking way while I'm trying to get work done. So yesterday I was sitting down at my desk, getting trying to get some work done, set down my coffee right there on the desk, da, 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 start getting some work done. And the cat jumps in the fucking way and decides he's going to dig his claws into the mat and pull back and like bad juggler or circus or not circus clown like party clown or magician trying to do the whole the flowers are still standing yanking the fucking tablecloth out he pulled back and yanked on the no skid pad with my brand fucking new full like i just took one drink out of it on the walk from the kitchen to the desk cup of coffee all over my desk. And also. All over my keyboard. Yeah. My like. Probably 15, 16 ounce. Big ass mug. Full of coffee. All over my desk. All over my keyboard. Flooded my keyboard. And. You know. I have a lot of milk and sugar in my coffee. So now my entire keyboard is sticky. And I'm freaking the fuck out. I was like shit shit shit. I reach over. I unplug my keyboard from the computer. Because I the last thing I need is moisture. And electrical circuits. And ah, I'm like okay. Unplug the keyboard from the computer. And like towels, whatever I can grab to get all of this out, start shaking it out, getting all everything I can. I never noticed before. Have you ever noticed? There's actually holes on the bottom of your keyboard. I don't know if, what the function is. Probably just so the circuits can breathe, so it doesn't overheat. But you know, there's coffee flowing out of these holes. I'm trying to shake the water or shake it all out and get it all out, patting it dry, trying to get all that everything out from under the keys. And I can look inside and I see all of the coffee still on the inside. I'm like, fuck, I got to get all that out before it fucks up the circuits. Grab a screwdriver, take apart my keyboard and sit there with wiping down and drying out and sucking up all of the coffee and everything that's inside of my keyboard. Probably like 30, 40 minutes sitting there meticulously. And then I don't know if you've ever looked inside your keyboard and all the little rubber uh clicky things that kind of are like your springs in your keyboard. I took all of those bitches out and sat there cleaning out and getting all of the, every, all the coffee out and wiped down the whole like little circuit boardy thingy that's in there. The little plasticky 
circuit thing. That is how, you know, it works. Wiped all that down, got everything dried out. Put it all back together, put all the little rubbery thingies back in, line it all up, put it all back together. Didn't work. Didn't help. Bitch, still broken. Yeah, pour one out for my keyboard. Oh, wait, the cat already did that. Fucker. But I was lucky. I only say this slightly. I had an extra keyboard. I had an extra keyboard because the one I was using came from my old computer from way back in the day. And I had upgraded. I think you remember. God, God, I think about it. It was almost two years ago. But I had replaced my computer because it bricked. That computer bricked and I lost like the first 70 episodes of the show. At least as far as like my storage of original recordings goes. Anyway. So I had an extra keyboard that came with the new computer. I plugged that in. I was like, yeah, okay, I can still work. Blah, blah, no big deal. And then I remembered why it was I didn't use that compu- that keyboard in the first place. <laughs> this keyboard that I'm currently working on, because I'm waiting for a new one, has a short in the wire. And so periodically, it'll just stop working. Like, if I go and try and stop the recording right now and just push the button, I have no clue if it's going to work. <laughs> It basically like kind of flicks on and off and that's seriously a pain in my a pain in the ass. So that's why. Meanwhile, I post this up on Instagram and all and all of the places. We're like, yeah, you know, my cat dumped coffee all over my keyboard and it's all fucked now. And more like, you know, take into account the uh I'm not that dumbass because think about this shit, and you see it all the time. How many people out there on social media, especially on Instagram? Their keyboard got coffeed. <laughs> they would stop and take the picture before they'd fucking do anything about it. Oh my God, look what happened to my keyboard. Your keyboard's now so much further dead than it could have possibly been because you had to stop and frame a shot to make sure you got the whole thing in the frame. And oh, it's not the right direction for Instagram. I have to, uh, no. Fuck, I didn't stop and take a picture. I, after an hour or whatever the fuck getting it cleaned and put back together and retrials and bullshit. Then I'm like, so this fucking happened. Click, 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 click. <laughs> no, I didn't do, I didn't take a fucking picture because my keyboard was dying, <laughs> but I've, I've, I've ranted about social media and, and social media culture on here enough. I realize as somebody who has already told you to, to follow me on all of the instant places and socials and whatnot. I suck at social media. I had an entire episode literally titled, I suck at social media, but yeah, I had to go and order a new keyboard. Cause again, this one has, you know, wonky bits. It, it was funny though. I say funny in a ha, 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 ha way. When I post that my wife's cat fucked up my keyboard, my f- wife's first reaction is, Oh, my poor baby. Is he okay? I'm like, fuck the cat. My keyboard's dead. <laughs> I need the keyboard for my computer to function, to do things that I need to do. I cannot operate and do all of the things I need to do from my phone. And my laptop sucks. So I, it's basically good for letting the boys watch Netflix. That's the gist of my laptop. So excuse me if I I need a good 
not shitty. And I'm not even like, I'm not getting some $200 fucking keyboard. I need just a not shitty keyboard that works. So I need a keyboard. And I ordered, she's like, well, you're not getting a new keyboard if you do anything to my cat. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do to the cat? He deserves to get punted for fucking up my keyboard and spilling coffee all over my desk. And oh yeah, wasting an entire cup of coffee, asshole. But I didn't do anything to him. He ran away. But, you know, it's just dick. Fucking cat coffeed my keyboard. feel like that should be some sort of a uh, tongue twister cat coffee my keyboard cat coffee my keyboard and maybe it's not that hard anyway uh, got a new keyboard coming tomorrow hopefully the cat doesn't destroy it <laughs> so until then <clears throat> i'm gonna take a break i'm gonna get some more coffee hopefully not spill it all over my desk this time which at this point is no longer sticky lots and lots of clorox wipes I'm going to play you some promos and I will be right back with the news. Have you ever been reading through a sack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Hi, this is Emily Prokop from The Story Behind which is a podcast about the extraordinary history behind the ordinary. What does that mean? It means whenever my ADHD gets the best of me, I begin to wonder the stories behind everyday objects. This is the story behind sporks, behind chewing gum, behind hoodies, places. This is the story behind Mount Rushmore. This is the story behind speakeasies or people. This is the story behind Uncle Sam. This is the story behind Betty White. Everything has a backstory, and from what I've noticed from doing the show, not everything is as plain and simple as history books may have you believe. Join me Mondays and Thursdays on your favorite podcast app or at thestorybehindpodcast.com. And thanks for listening. Oh, we are all over the place this week. I, I I don't know how to lead into this, so I'm just going to say it. Man sues parents for throwing out his porn. Yeah. <laughs> A Michigan man is suing his parents for $86,000, and I don't really know where people come up with these lawsuit numbers. I think it's just to cover his legal expenses or whatever. After they threw away his porn collection... So he had recently moved back in with his parents after getting a divorce and he was there for about a year and give or take. And when it came time for him to move out and they packed up all of his shit and they, you know, trucked it off to his new place. When he got there, he found that all of his porn was missing. At what point his parents admitted they destroyed it all. Really, I mean, yeah, their justification saying like, oh, it's just like a, 
a crack cocaine addiction and we'd have done the same thing. Like, uh, now, I'm not going to say it's because there's people with porn addiction. Yeah. There's people with sex addiction and all and that sort of stuff. I, I wouldn't go that far. Except for the fact that his porn collection, he estimated, was worth worth of porn. That's a lot of porn. It's just like, at that point, you've got to assume this is a lot of physical copies of things, a lot of DVDs, a lot of, I don't know, fuck VHS even hell. I don't know. That's a lot of physical porn. And in 2019, that's a lot of porn because to own physical porn nowadays is rare. And I say this as somebody who's 34. There's so much free porn on the internet. You really don't need to own physical pornography anymore. And they don't go into detail about what this is. This could have been, you know, a lifetime subscription to Playboy for all I know. They don't really say. But what they did say is it was worth $29,000. That's supporting a lot of people. (laughs) That is a commitment. And I do think to a degree, because I mean, unless this dude is like 45, at which point seriously, you're moving back with your parents and you're 45. It's kind of sad not to judge anybody who moved back in with their parents at 45, but just saying you got a divorce and whatever. Anyway, you had, Nearly $30,000 worth of pornography. That's a lot of porn for anybody. And maybe you need to look maybe into the sex addiction thing or the porn addiction thing. Or maybe, you you know, not pointing any fingers or saying or anything, you know, maybe the $30,000 porn collection had something to do with the divorce. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> fuck that's a lot of porn. All right. Moving right along. Cause I have no out for that story. Fucking China. Here we go again. Because China people in China are actually paying other people to enjoy their food for them. Yeah. Okay, let's let's rewind this because this necessitates a description. Basically, you're too busy or too bored or too whatever. You pay somebody. And they go out to your favorite restaurant. And they eat your favorite foods and enjoy all of this and have this experience for you. Let this sink in. They're going out and eating your favorite cheeseburger from your favorite place made just the way you like it. Which I think is a Whataburger slogan. Whatever. Just the way you like it. On your behalf. They're providing enjoyment by proxy 
And you're paying them for this. You are paying them to eat your favorite foods and enjoy your things on your behalf. And you're paying them for this. I have to emphasize, you are paying somebody to, for no, you get nothing out of this other than watching a video of some other person eating your favorite foods. I don't see this as enjoyment by proxy. I enjoy, I I see this as torture. The, ah, I want that now. Why the fuck are you going to pay somebody to go do something for you? Unless it's go do some shit you don't want to do. That's what you pay people for. You, you pay people to, to fucking go to mow your lawn. You pay people to trim your hedges. I don't know. I'm sticking in landscaping right now. You pay somebody to clean out your drain because you don't fucking want to do it. You pay somebody to edit your podcast, wink. So, <laughs> I don't know. Said to throw that one in there. You pay people to do stuff you don't want to do. Not stuff you enjoy doing. You're not going to, you're going to pay somebody to go on the roller coaster for you. I mean, maybe I would, cause I don't, I'm not a big on roller coasters cause you know, motion sickness and heights and that, but no, you pay people to do the shit you don't want to do. Not the shit you want to do. I'm not going to pay somebody to go to Culver's and get me a fucking pub burger. It's, I'll grub hub the shit out of that or whoever the fuck. No, I won't even, I'll fucking go get it myself cause it's faster and fresher. But you pay somebody to bring you the food. You don't pay them to go eat the food for you. That's dumb. Fucking China. That's, that's, that's not how eating works. Or, or enjoying. Or anything. That's not how anything works. Somebody needs to go to China and explain to China how things work. Because that's not how things work. They, they continually, like week in and week out, demonstrate China doesn't understand how things work. Uh, sadly enough so sad it's so much worse it's time for the jackass of the week oh this is gonna be painful and I am apologizing to every male out there right now Men have been told to stop injecting their penises with cooking oil. Men in Papua New Guinea have been warned to stop injecting cooking oil. Say this again. Cooking oil into their penises. To make them bigger. I'm sorry. I just, I, there's so much shudder in all of this whole story. So apparently this will make them appear larger. Temporarily. Like incredibly temporarily. Like a very, very short amount of time. Kind of like if you get a shot and you see the medicine in the shot kind of make a little bubble under your skin and then it slowly gets absorbed into your skin. Basically that short of time. Doctors are warning them that injecting oil into your body can cause ulcers. Actually will cause ulcers that will eventually burst. Just think about this. 
injecting oil into your body will cause ulcers that will eventually burst. Now, where are we injecting this oil? <sighs> In many cases, they found it necessary to have surgery to repair the damage because you just had an ulcer burst on your dick. Why? What? Who? Who came up with this? What freaking idiot came up with this and told his friend this was a great idea? Hey, man, we should do this, man. Look at how big it makes your junk look. I don't know how they sound in New Guinea. I don't care. Look how big it makes your junk look, man. And no point in the next week after his dick exploded from fucking oil ulcers. Did he say, hey, man, we got to stop this or spread the word. This is a bad idea, man. Your dick's going to explode. No. Somewhere. Who the fuck? Where did they not carry on the rest of the message? The, hey, inject you know vegetable oil into your penis and it'll make it look huge. Nowhere did they not pass. They, they never passed on the message. Oh, shit. Never mind. It's going to go wrong. It's going to go so wrong. You have no idea. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. No. Nowhere did they say this. The fuck? That's more pertinent information. Stop sharing the injecting oil story and share the, holy dude, I know this guy whose dick exploded. Share that story. Share the story about the guy with the ulcerative penis. The guy who had to have surgery to repair all of the ulcers because he injected his sh his junk with cooking oil. Share that story. Not the myth that that a, a syringe full of, of uh, Crisco is going to... Uh, Crisco, uh, that's a wrong choice. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking Crisco. I'm thinking like lard from cookies. Ah, <laughs> that's so much worse. But a syringe full of... Of, of of vegetable oil is going to make your, your stuff look huge. And this is in New Guinea. The fuck? Oh man, people are dumb. Why are people injecting shit into their bodies? Stop injecting shit. Doctors inject stuff. I'd rather you be taking steroids at this point. <laughs> take steroids. I know that'd make you smaller. Never mind. Don't take steroids. It's bad. But just... Stop injecting shit into your body, especially your penis. Everybody, all you that check with the fucking smoothies, you guys with the... No, stop injecting food into your body. Put the needles down now, right now. You, you, and you, with the needle. Oh, that's, that, that's insulin, fine. Do, do the insulin. Stop injecting shit. Stop injecting food into your body now. All right, I got one more promo for you. Your weekly reminder to donate. And I will be right back with this week's recommended listening. I feel like I need to give him a medal at this point. <laughs> that is number five. Five times. Five times. I'm not going to say it five times, but five times for John Buchanan's and kind of a repeat for his show. The Unbelievably Stupid Podcast.
I'm Nick. And I'm Justin, and we can't believe it's already time for the 2019 live stream for The Cure. Thanks to our amazing peers, listeners, and supporters. Last year, we crushed our goal of $5,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. The Cancer Research Institute is funding research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. Every single cent we raise goes to them. And they're also rated over 92% on CharityNavigator.org. This year, we're aiming our sights even higher with our most ambitious event to date. Join us May 17th through the 19th on twitch.tv slash epicfilmguys for 40 hours of live content from us and other amazing shows who will join us to try to reach $7,500. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure for more information or to find out how you can be a part of the event. Together, we can make a difference. Recommended listening. <laughs> Welcome to the show that talks about the growing stupidity in humanity. Everything in the world is getting smarter. Phones, television, speakers. People, not so much. We are so happy you press play. You can find us on social media at Unbelievably Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can leave us a voicemail if you'd like. 609-991-4241. I'm one of your hosts, John, and I think I ate too fast and I might be a little gassy. <laughs> Wonderful. And alongside of me is Tara. Hey. And of course, we always have the Jimmy. How y'all doing? 2024. Jimmy told me tonight that he can't be the president because of this podcast. That this podcast will end up shooting down his... I'm sorry, but if Donald Trump, after all of his appearances on the Howard Stern show, could still get elected president, there is nothing happening on this podcast that will keep you from okay. that office. What about the time when he told you, he said that he wanted uh, to baby. shoot Mexicans at the border? <laughs> I think that might actually earn him some votes, sadly. <laughs> yeah, but wasn't that with paintball, pink paintball? No, you did. You recovered. You said, well, yeah. we'll shoot him with paintballs. <laughs> and then I thought that, you know, actually, that actually, that idea actually has some merit. You just shoot him with some paintballs. You got to get a machine, a paintball machine gun. Unbelievably stupid. Marking the fifth feature from... Mr. John Buchanan of Audio Editing Solutions. I don't know why I mentioned that part, but I figure he's on so many damn things. That's the easiest one. Uh, let's, let's count him back. Let's go back. He is part of She Podcast. He's the producer there. Kind of, he doesn't pop up in every episode because sometimes he just doesn't need to, but he's part of the She Podcast team. He is one third of Brilliant Observations with. Jessica Kupferman, also from She Podcast. He is part of Hate to Wait with Emily Prokop. All of these previous features. And I also talked about his previous show, and this is the reason I saved this one for last, the Brand X Podcast, which is basically what you could call Brand X the caterpillar of the Unbelievably Stupid Podcast. Because... 
unbelievably stupid rose from the ashes of the brand X podcast when that show ended. Uh, long story short, there was some issues between John and Deuce on brand X. The show ended and John still wanted to kind of have his own show because every other show he was a part of a, he was basically a, a producer co-host kind of thing. This is his show. This is John's show. He controls it, all the things. And then he has his co-host. He's the lead man here. Although I think it's kind of even with, with hate to wait. Either way, this is his show. And much like Brand X, they're calling out the idiocy of and, and stupid people and all the dumb shit very much from an old white guy perspective. Because now in place of Deuce, you have John's cousin, the Jimmy. Very much a very different person. Although to a degree, he does fill the uh, more conservative political leaning angle that, that Deuce filled, but Deuce was way on the right and, and Jimmy, not so much. I mentioned the political thing because along with this, along with the introduction of the Jimmy who was kind of occasionally on brand X, but anyway, you now have not only a woman, a liberal woman <laughs> and stand-up comic. You now have Tara and Tara can basically keep up with the guys and all of their old white man grumpiness. <laughs> she can, she matches up with them and, and offers a great counterbalance to all of the old white man, old straight white man grumpiness, you know, because not to, to disparage the show. Anyway, I listened when it was brand X. I loved listening to John and Deuce on brand X, but now having the inclusion of Tara on there, it, it gives the whole show a new dynamic because rather than basically having two guys, even though John sits more moderate politically and, and Deuce was very far right, they would butt heads like, hard and it was kind of funny that they would butt heads so hard i think it's just the case of extremes and not so extremes but they would butt heads so hard and sometimes they just they could not have a civil discussion about a topic having kind of the three points in the show now and to have the liberal representation be a, a woman with the same mindset as the guys so she's just as much crotchety and shit as they are which is great because it's not just two crotchety straight white guys. You have a liberal, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to make any, any uh, assumptions about Tara's age because <laughs> that would be rude, but they're in the same age bracket. Let's just say that they're all in the same age bracket, but you have another perspective, but you have somebody from another political perspective and another social perspective who will have a civil discussion. This is just it's unheard of. <laughs> and the, and the uh, God, I hate it. I hate the fact I'm going to say this in today's political climate. It's very difficult to have people from differing political opinions, having a civil discussion. They do this every week and they aren't talking politics. A lot of the time it's, they're making fun of stupid shit from the news. That's what they do. But it's funny to me that they uh 
they just they make it work not even just that they make it work but that the show is better with the new format they're still making fun of stupid people from the news they're still griping and bitching and complaining but when john or jimmy have a not understanding of a situation like a I don't understand what's going on. Why does this person like with the, the GameStop, the transgender person at the GameStop and that whole ruckus and the misgendering and stuff like that. There's somebody on the show with a perspective on that who can explain to them, well, here's the situation and can explain to them in a way that makes sense to them. No, whether or not they agree with points is entirely up to them. It's fine. But she could sit there and say, well, no, this is why this is an issue. Like, oh, okay. Whereas before they didn't really have that. And it, it adds a nice balance to the show. Also, the fact that she's damn funny and she's just as fucking dirty as they are. So she's going to be throwing around just as much dirty jokes and, and shit as they are. But it's it's a checks and balances because they are, you know, further crotchety old white guy and her being liberal mom. And so she can't go full, you know, social justice warrior on them without them pulling her back a little bit. They can't go, you know, too far, you know, crotchety straight white guy, whatever that means to you. Uh, without her kind of reining them back in. And so they, they keep each other in check and it's a good balance. And I like the, I like the dynamic of it. And like, I think it works, it works better and it's less hostile and it's more fun. I think to listen to now and not to, and I'm not shitting on, on deuce and the brand X days, but I think having that extra bit of it now helps, I think. So yeah. If you at all, granted, if you listen to the Brand X podcast at all, you probably were still subscribed. You probably still listen to Unbelievably Stupid. Let me know what you think, because I like the change and I'll occasionally jump in on them. They much like uh, Hate to Wait and um, Brilliant Observations. John has just gotten to a thing where he's recording things live on Facebook now again. And so I will tend to jump in on their live chats when I can usually while I'm making dinner. So it's kind of become a running gag for me trolling John in his live broadcast, uh, just talking about what I'm cooking for dinner. <laughs> but all that aside, check them out. They are at unbelievably pod on all of the socials. And you can find them at unbelievably stupid.me because somebody else purchased unbelievably stupid.com. <laughs> At one point, apparently, that whoever this mystery person was, was redirecting it to the Who's Right podcast website. <laughs> man, trolls, man. That's all I could say, trolls. But yeah, check them out. Again, unbelievablystupid.me. And on all the socials, just look them up. Unbelievably, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I've been talking too long. Can you tell? Unbelievably stupid. <laughs> I think I need to get John a medal or something. I don't know. But that's going to do it for me for this week. <laughs> so, so all over the place. Just back in true form. No sense whatsoever. 
Again, check out Unbelievably Stupid and sign up. Go to LivestreamForTheCure.com. Donate because you need to donate. I may or may not be a part of it this year. I may be jumping in with some friends of mine doing a big whole thing. I will keep you updated, but do that. In the meantime, you can find all the past episodes and links to all of the weird shit that I talk about today in the show notes at odddadoutpodcast.com. While you're there, click one of the little subscribe buttons up there, share it with your friends, share it with your enemies, share it with a random lady on the bus, I don't know, just because sharing is caring. It's what I say every week. Share, 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 share and share like. Follow me on the socials. I'm at odddadout. Just look it up, you know. If you feel like emailing me, show at odddadoutpodcast.com. And if you're really awesome, consider donating on Patreon. Like my awesome sponsors, Heather Welch from Sunshine and Power Cuts, Lisa and Sam from I Shake My Head, Chris from Play Comics, and most recently, Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss, who will be on the show sometime. I'm not sure when. I'm I'm working with her to be on her show soon. We'll keep you posted. Anyway, (laughs) all you're awesome. You be awesome. And until next week, next week, it's guest of the month. And I'm not telling you, nah, 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 nah. But anyway, (laughs) I will see you next week. And until then, thank you and good night.